Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am quite good. I'm ready for football season to come back. Woo! People bashing each other in the heads and doing low-level brain damage that accumulates over a lifetime and leads to mental deficiencies. You don't have to, like, get right to that, Matt. Like, really, like, so raw. <laughs> like, just, like, right away. We gotta get to, Well, like, you know, this... they say playing football before age 12 leads to almost certain brain damage. Playing football at any age leads to almost certain brain damage. That's a good point. It's fun, though. It is. Uh, football is a very fun sport, uh, but I feel like the inclusion of hard pads is where it all went downhill, because I encourage people to hit way too hard. Let's, I think... Bring back the leather helmets. I don't... Hey guys, we are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all our bonus content and help the show keep going, help us keep us ad free, help keep the lights on. We have some people to thank, Matthew. Oh, the best people in the world? Good. Exactly. Uh, Joshua Frame. Fram? Frame? Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. And Rich Key. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. On this week's episode. It is Bart Starr, episode 5F03, originally aired November 9th, 1997, written by Donick Carey, directed by Dominic Polcino, finished 27th in the ratings, a Nielsen rating of 10.8 approximately, 10.6 million viewing households, the third highest radio show at Fox that week, following The X-Files and King of the Hill. Seems we're settled into a little bit of a routine here. It certainly seems like that. It's going to be that way for a long time. Well, until Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Trying to think other, sad day, what's but... the other big Sunday night? Any other big Sunday night impact shows for Fox? Uh, oh, obviously the Cleveland show. There you go. And <laughs> Bob's Burgers eventually way down the line. That's Yeah, Bob's Burgers is not anywhere. We're, that's a long ways away. Uh, the chalkboard gag. I did not invent Irish dancing. Which is weird, but okay. Bart, I, I mean, Bart maybe claimed to invent the, the water. The water deliver. What do they call that? The water. River dance. River dance. River dance. River dance. There you go. Lord of the dance. That's the Michael Flatley, right? With the, yes. the the legs moving, no arm movement. Right. Right. Uh, the catch gag is everyone is crushed into a cube. Is this about my cube? It is. Uh, the episode oh. guest stars Joe Namath as himself, Roy Firestone as himself, and Mike Judge as Hank Hill. Speaking of King of the Hill. <laughs> a little tiny bit, little tiny, little tiny cameo from from the, the Hills and company. Yep. I don't know what. We'll talk about that. Who is, uh, do you know who Bart Starr is? Bart Starr. I knew he was a football player. I. That's about, I think, all I expected, honestly, from you. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. He played quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. That makes this episode make even more sense. Won, won two Super Bowls. Goodness. The first two Super Bowls. Well, that makes, that's interesting. Just put it that way. <laughs> uh, th- I guess th- the episode begins with them going to a health fair, wellness fair. Yeah, you know where they tell you uh, they try to hog swindle you into uh, or swindle you with hogwash about certain health products that are guaranteed to work as long as you diet and exercise as well. Uh, Homer's taking in way too many too many glasses of gravy a day. Ate too many a day. Well, you know, I mean, gravy is a very important to the Amer- the uh, the human digestion. I, I think so you had it right the first time. Your first instinct was correct. Matt. It's very important to <laughs> the American diet. I don't know about an, a, a normal Especially healthy in diet. The South. Don't take away my sawmill gravy. No, no. Oh man, 
biscuits and gravy. Oh, be still my heart. I can't. No, seriously, I got a little choked up there. I yeah. Uh, I I'm the poutine with the sawmill gravy on it. See, now that actually sounds pretty good. It is very good. Uh, we we uh, so Homer uh pass does not I guess appreciate Hibbert's advice not to drink so much gravy. Uh, we then get a hearing test. Uh, with Jasper, Grandpa, and do we have a name on that third old man? Uh, old Jewish man is all he ever goes by, okay. I believe. I mean, right. I, there there's actually a fairly recently last two or three seasons where they actually say his name, but I cannot remember it. I think this is a very funny scene. Uh, however, it does have loud beeping noises, so this is a warning <laughs> to anyone oh, about uh, this is about to play. So you might turn down your volume a tick or two just to be on the safe side. Okay, gentlemen, I want you to raise your hand when you hear the tone. You can't tell me what to do. Nothing yet! (laughs) Why would you record that? Ow. I think it's hilarious, that's why. I think it's so funny. The when, when Jasper just raises his head and Grandpa's like, no, just shakes his head at him. It's really good. No, I really like, like no, it. No, it's not happening. Don't worry about it. Uh, we get a, a demonstration on first aid from Marge and Lisa. And I don't know why Marge is the one demonstrating first aid. Well, she's a mom. And I feel like moms should know a little first aid. You know, it's kind of important because kids are dumb and hurt themselves quite frequently. That's probably true, especially if Homer is your husband. Yeah, he hurts himself enough and others enough. Yeah, it's either him or someone else in the proximity getting severely injured. So probably it is good that Marge knows for a good for. But bear, how many bear traps are in the at like the Simpsons house? Well, I mean, Homer did have that bear suit to protect him from bears, so I imagine he probably also had traps. So I would probably say a half dozen. How much does a bear trap cost? I feel like they're probably very expensive. I would say I would probably say a couple hundred bucks. $320 on Amazon. Ooh. So if you guys need a... I'm not sure if those are legal. That seems like they are they should be illegal right now. Yeah, I mean, it's like maybe in Alaska people are allowed to have them with some kind of license, but they're like landmines. I, I don't think you should be able to have those around your house. I mean, they sell them on Amazon, so you can't get them. <laughs> well, that's a good point. That's terrifying. I'm not going to near anywhere, anybody else's house for a very long time. But we we get uh, uh, Rainier Wolfcastle doing fitness for children, which is a clear like reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was always promoting fitness for children. And still is. Still hitting up random gyms to hang out with people and be awesome. I mean, I think in general, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a good person, but I there was some... Con- I, as I was doing some research about this episode, I found some conjecture about <laughs> Arnold... Maybe being nice to other people's children, not being so nice to uh, his own children. Well, no, because obviously they're giant disappointments. Because when you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, anyone is a disappointment to you. Ex- I mean, it's you're if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of the, like the true like pull yourself up for your bootstrap success stories in the world. Yeah, I imagine yes, everything else like oh, you didn't make something of yourself out of nothing. Oh, you're a failure. I don't like you anymore. And I, I that's well, I think there's parallels in this episode. Uh, with Homer and Bart's relationship. Uh, but all the kids are fat. All the children in Springfield are out of shape. Uh, Even if they didn't look it before, now they do. Yeah. Um, Bart blows out his pants, which... And gets stickered in the butt. Yep, he gets a fat sticker right on his butt, which, I don't know, this seems very damaging to these poor child children's self-esteem. 
Probably, but you know, you they're should... fat. They need it. Uh, they need some tough love. That's that's not true, Matt. You can you can be uh, as a fat child. I probably could have been told a couple times, "Hey, it's okay. You feel a little chubby. It's all right. Just it's okay. Just try and be healthy." You yeah, know? exactly. Do, do, just try. Um, maybe less lasagna. That would help. Less less candy. Less less dessert. It was mostly lasagna, I think. Really? Wow. Lasagna is delicious. I can see that happening. Uh, it is very. It's very good. I mean, why do you think Garfield likes it so much? Hmm. Huh. Your your views intrigue me. I subscribe to your newsletter <laughs> exactly. about lasagna. About lasagna, my lasagna newsletter. Uh, we get a newscast. Uh, Kent Brocken reporting about how the, the, the children in Springfield are fat. Results from yesterday's health fair are in, and the news is not good. Springfield is in terrible shape, particularly our young boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tubby, want another pop tart, Tubby? I'm comfortable with who I am. You're a disgrace to this family. In this reporter's opinion, it's time for our lard-laden lads to shape up. Get out and try fun activities like military service, frenetic dancing, or good old-fashioned pee-wee football. Here you go, Bart. Pee-wee football will melt away those unsightly pounds and inches. Yeah, but I could get seriously hurt. Then it's settled. Well, that uh, well, yeah. That earlier discussion we we had. Right? There you go. Easy answer. Yep. You can get seriously hurt. That's true. <laughs> and your point being. And? And? But other option? No football? Hmm? It's like, you should try a sport that doesn't maim you. Well, where's the fun in that? Um. So they, I guess, is Bart being forced to play football? <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> okay. So like every child, they're kind of half forced to do extracurricular activities. I was forced to play T-ball. Bart's forced to play football. It's the way things go. I liked T-ball. You know, it's funny. As an adult, I would love to play sports, but it's much more difficult. Whereas where the kid, I was, I wouldn't say forced. I was said, hey, you're going to play a sport. Which one? Uh, I guess baseball involves the least amount of running. So let's go with that. John Cruck was a successful baseball player. So anyone can be. (laughs) It's like, what do you do? Uh, I sit in center field and let the right field and first, left field. First base. Thank you very much, Matt. John Cruck was a first baseman. That's true. You my, don't run much if you're first base. My, you run to the, the bag. My favorite John Cruck quote, I'm not an athlete. I'm a baseball player. Oh, that's harsh, man. He, he said it, not that's me. Harsh. That's what he said. I know. I'm just saying he's being harsh to his own sport. Uh, So uh, Bart is going to play football along with Millhouse. Every child that you can recognize in Springfield is now going to be <laughs> playing football. And uh, Bart needs equipment, so Marge helps get him some. He's going to need a, you know, protection. Sure, one helmet coming up. I was thinking more like protection for down there. Oh, why didn't you say so? Knee pads, you got it. (laughs) I'm talking about his personal area. Aha, see no more. I read you loud and clear. The old shoulder pads. Look, I want a cup. Cup. Could you spell that? C U P. I want to see you. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to see you P. Get it? That's a get it, Matt? Uh-huh. 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 That's, that's uh, hilarious. I played football in high school. No one wore cups. It's football. You don't wear cups. Really? I was well, unaware. Why would you wear a cup? I don't know, man. I'd be worried in those giant pileups at the line. Uh, Some I mean, guy gets tries to get out and steps right you, on you. You wear in baseball or hockey because you're dealing with a small projectile that can go really True. fast. But 
football, the only thing, I mean, yeah, there's big men, but you're not hitting each other in the junk, at least you're not, I mean, there are some dirty, supposed to. there's dirty plays occasionally, but if that happens, half the team's going to figure out who it is and it's, you're not going to, you're not going to have a good time. No. So I don't, uh, this, this route, like, and one, and two, the following scene, we see Milhouse test out the cup by kicking part in the crotch like <laughs> 10 times as hard as he can. That would hurt a lot. That doesn't, it's not like it just, like, gives you, like, some in- invincible protection or something. It's still... No, no. It just spreads the force out so yeah. it hurts your pelvis rather than your actual area. Yeah, your your own, per- your personal area. <laughs> as, as, Marge, as Marge calls it. I, I don't, that CUP joke I don't think is that funny, but I do. Marge's reticence to discuss his personal area, I think is very funny. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Matt. Matt, Matt's note: Milhouse and Bart work the groin, <laughs> which is what's, they sure do. Which is good. Um, we meet the team basically. Flanders is coach. Flanders is a good coach. Say it right now. He is. He's, he's actually a fantastic coach. He's a he's a great he's a great sports coach. Great football coach. Uh, everyone on the team is bad except for Nelson. Nelson is the only good player on the team. Everyone well, else, you know, it, it almost feels like this Pee Wee High or the Pee Wee uh, Football League, rather than being based on you know what your actual age is, it kind of feels like you're actually they they go by you know what grade you're in. I mean, plus or minus a couple grades. Have you ever watched Pee Wee Football in that? I have not actually. I mean, I it basically is this way even up through high school football to a certain extent. At least I would say normal. Like if you're not facing like prep schools that basically recruit players from across the country, the team with basically the players who are genetic freaks are going to win generally. Makes sense. Which I mean, is, that's the way all athletics are these days. Except, like, except when you like when you get to collegiate or professional level, everyone is that level. Everyone is just like extraordinarily fast or big or whatever but when you're a peewee football especially it's like the team that has that one kid who is 10 but looks like he's 14 he they're gonna win every time and that's what nelson is nelson is like the big giant kid who no one can stop and so they just (laughs) and flanders has the right idea you give him the ball and just let him do whatever he wants and you'll you'll be fine that's how you win it is uh you let, you let your best player have it, and you ignore everyone else. Exactly. Uh, Lisa, who doesn't do a bunch in this episode, uh, does uh, make an appearance and says she wants to join the team to break new ground. Unfortunately, there are already girls on the team. What position have you got for me? <laughs> That's right. A girl wants to play football. How about that? Well, that's super duper, Lisa. In fact, we already have four girls on the team. You do? Uh-huh. But we'd love to have you on board. Well... Football's not really my thing. After all, what civilized person would play a game with the skin of an innocent pig? Well, actually, Lisa, these balls are synthetic. And for every ball we buy, a dollar goes to Amnesty International. I've got to go. Poor Lisa. She's having a real existential crisis there. Do you think this little exchange is uh, fair to Lisa? It's somewhat germane to her character, but... I don't know. I feel like Lisa very rarely goes for the holier than thou kind of thing. She's more of like that. Hey, by the way, I noticed uh, this is happening, and I, I'm not cool with it. So this is a little out of character for her, but I can see it. It's probably happened before. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, I think it clearly is just a reaction to Lisa always being like a do-gooder, a champion yeah. of causes, and this is like, hey, look, she's. But I don't. 
I don't think Lisa. I think Lisa's always genuine when she is doing that. I don't think she is ever yeah. like, oh no, I'm a vegetarian because I think it's because I just want to be a, a nag. I think she wants to be a vegetarian because she thinks it's bad to kill animals. Uh, I, you know, I don't. I think it's my complaint. Really, is like the writers putting this joke in an episode about how Lisa is like some like do-gooder who champions causes even though she doesn't even if she doesn't believe in them but the writers are the ones who write lisa episodes to be about that like it's not they they are in charge just make episodes that don't do that that's true although to be fair at least in this episode i feel like those are causes lisa would be involved in she just (laughs) there's no need for her to be in this particular episode no, she's she's a, an afterthought, really. It is, it is a Bart and Homer yeah. episode, first and foremost. Uh, every team is the Wildcats. Well, it's a very popular uh, it is, name because, you is, know, it's it's non-threatening or it's, it's very mildly threatening. It's good for peewee football. It's it if I think it, this like your name, your generic sports name, especially generic football name for youth sports is really regional because Florida, everyone is the Hurricanes or the Panthers. That's true. Although I still see a lot of uh, Braves uh, or, or, you know, Native American uh, assuming names. Those are still pretty popular around here because the whole, you know, uh, racism thing is still pretty big in the South. <laughs> the whole race. Yeah, it's not a South thing. The Cleveland Indians are – they still exist, man. True, but I feel like Cleveland, most high schools Cleveland and, and firmly younger, not in the South. True, but like that's a professional team. They've got a lot of history. I feel like there are still a lot of like high schools and middle school, elementary schools in the South that are like, uh, yeah, we like our racism just fine. We're going to hold on to that. Whereas in most other parts of the country, they're like, you know what? Maybe we should be a little more sensitive. Washington Redskins? Again, professional team. What We're is... talking about like schools, like high school and lower. Man, if you're going to try and argue me that, that there's racism, uh, you win. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> uh, Homer is a i mean this is a stat like i would it, it, this episode starts off a little bit with like ugh jerky kind of jerk homer but it eases it eases as you as you go and it's been established like lisa on ice homer is a bad sports dad he's a bad sports lover in general yeah he is and so this behavior is not crazy for him uh he heckles flanders pretty mercilessly Hey, Flanders, you're the worst coach this team has ever had. He's the only coach this team has ever had, and the season hasn't even started yet. Yeah, well, he's wearing that hat like an idiot. You know, Homer, it's very easy to criticize. Fun, too. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. No, and I, but I mean, I think that, like, that little, she's like, it's, it's very easy to criticize. Homer's like, yeah, no, it's good. I like it. And I think, like, that's not just Homer. It's a lot of sports fans. And a lot of youth sports fans, unfortunately, but that's what Homer is. Uh, we see the the season start, and like we said, Nelson is a wunderkind. He is a he's very good at football, which not that surprising. He's ridiculously strong because even though he's only a few years older than Bart, he can literally pick Bart up and use him as a shield. Well, I, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's just these kids who like you're not at the point where they're like lifting weights or doing anything. It's just like they're genetically they're freaks for their age. And so they can just like, yeah, pick up Bart and use him as a live uh, block. He could just he could throw him at the other. He could he could yeah. Nelson. My favorite bit as Nelson spikes the football and then spikes Bart separately. I really I oh, like well, yeah I like Nelson's celebrations. Um, but Nelson and I mean 
Flanders, I would say, is a good coach because he's nice to the team, nice to the players, and he recognizes that all he has to do to win is let Nelson have the ball. Yeah, like you, you'd think Flanders would be one of those guys who's like, oh, you know, I want everyone to have a good time. But he's like, no, I still want to win, so I'm going to let Nelson do all the work. And the kids seem okay with it, too. I I want to say that Flanders half lets Nelson do what he wants because he's afraid of him. Also a possibility. Everyone is afraid, afraid of Nelson. Flanders, uh, until uh, after Flanders spanking therapy, I'm sure he was one of the, the, the nerdy kids who got bullied, even though he was a bully before. And I think I, you mentioned the... the uh, Hurricane Nanny, I think it actually comes up the, uh, in a bit, where Homer is just being obnoxious. He calls in the sports radio and talks to uh, that guy's name, uh, Roy Firestone, who has va- who once at, once upon a time was like all over sports. Like he was all, a sports personality. He was always on ESPN and others like ABC and all that stuff all the time. And now he's just vanished. I don't know what happened to that guy. I, I like, I've never heard that name before. Well, that's the thing. Like, I remember him from the '90s, and like them having him on the show is not surprising. Like, but you, there's still a lot of guys who are like in that '90s wave of sports entering ESPN who are all over television. He's da- vanished. I don't know what happened to that guy. Huh? He probably just does well, other. Probably does non-sports stuff. I would imagine. Um, Maybe get tired of get tired of the grind, or can make more money outside of it. But I don't know. Sports is uh, is a lot of money. Yeah, not as much as like motivational speaking. Well, that's true. Uh, giving weak people the answers that they already knew that they already had inside is weak, always a good weak good money people? maker. Oh, Matt, that's mm-hmm. so mean. You're such a mean person. I am an awful person. That's true. <laughs> I really didn't go listen to a motivational speaker about how to be nice. Also, to people. if Roy Firestone has Sandy Koufax as an interview, that is the most impressive get of all time. Right, <laughs> because Sandy Koufax, after he retired, basically disappeared. He didn't like. He vanished. He he doesn't. Maybe he didn't really like sports at all. He was just like, you know what? I did the sports thing to make a lot of money. I'm gonna relax and do what I really want: bird watching. He man, I don't know what he does because he's he's stayed out of the public eye. So if they you get him on local talk radio, local sports radio, that is very <laughs> impressive. But Homer, of course, wants it about Flanders. Um, eventually, we get to uh the next game homer is mercilessly heckling flanders uh doing the flander the the the, the i don't know if that is that purposely a callback to the daryl chance i mean and i know it's a general sports thing in general like obviously but well, i mean generally it's that's based on like the air ball chance uh, it's just something that's on all sports i think okay but i mean they've done it before i'm just curious if they were they're trying to be aware of that or not self-awareness it's important well, yeah, I mean, self-awareness and self-criticism, especially. Uh, Homer, what does he hit Flanders in the back of the head with? Like a can or something? Yeah, I think it's a can of beer. That's that's very Homer thing. Yeah, um, but Flanders has had enough. Uh-oh. Hey, uh, hi, Flanders. Go well, cat. Do you have a problem with the way I'm coaching? No, 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 no. It's just that, well, like I was yelling earlier, it seems like. Anyone with half a brain could coach better than you. Uh-huh. Half a brain, huh? Well, you know what? It sounds like you just volunteered. Me? But you were doing such a great job. Uh, you mentioned the, the spankological protocol and the, and subsequent fallout. Uh, Flanders get a little bit angry here, a little peeved. and uh, Good. I, Everyone needs to show a little anger. Yeah, this is the perfect time. It is. Jerk. It is. And I, and I think this is like that. It's nice. It's good. Uh, Flanders... 
showing some anger and appropriate anger. And I don't know if they did it consciously knowing that, you know, knowing Hurricane Eddie happened, but it, it, it felt very much like a small outburst of anger, small outburst of appropriate anger. And uh, Flanders quits, gives the job to Homer, and we go to commercial. And when we come back, we have Homer as become the new coach. Uh, Bart comes downstairs, or I should say, at least comes downstairs first and trips over the obstacle course, which is uh, a whole bunch of tires on the stairs, which seems like you can have people run up and downstairs, good exercise. People running out of tires, important for agility. Combining those things, that's a good way to get a broken neck. That's just Homer, I guess. He's doing it wrong. Uh, but now that Homer is coach, uh, he basically insists on training Bart extra hard because Bart has to be the star. And uh, so he makes Bart run laps around the house. Uh, Marge, of course, sees this and points out to Homer how hypocritical he is being after what Abe did to him as a young man. Well, that's the end of the girls' floor exercise. Now let's bring on the man. Wish me luck, Dad. Just don't screw up like you always do. Wow, he's dynamite. Hmm. What's his name again? Uh, that's what I get for having faith in you. It's weird when you call somebody to screw up because you didn't believe in them. They screw up. It's weird. One of those things seems uh, unnecessary. <laughs> Grandpa was not a good dad. I, I no, no, he really wasn't. It wasn't like that's not news. What is news? Homer was a gymnast. Homer was a gymnast and apparently a pretty good one. So you know, I have uh, we Homer got. Had, I, have we got a? We haven't got a flashback episode of the Homer's gym, gymnastics career, have we? I don't believe we have, but I think it's time. I mean, we're at the sliding scale level where Homer would have been in high school, uh, probably in the late nineties. Uh, you could totally do some nineteen ninety eight or uh, or no, it was two thousand. Two thousand was what Sydney Homer at the Sydney Olympics as a gymnast. Something terrible happening there. That's all you need. We need another flashback episode. Let's make it Homer as a gymnast trying out for the Olympics. But the, but anyway. Do they go to Australia again? Yes, they would have to. But does it? It, it would be a, a direct sequel to Bart versus Australia. Because that's worked out so great in the past. Direct sequels to <laughs> classic episodes. Yep. And especially when they are they are marketed exactly correctly. <laughs> anyway, uh, at this point, Homer realizes that Marge is correct and that he should perhaps be encouraging to Bart. Although in a typical Homer fashion, he completely overshoots and becomes way overbearing with this uh he immediately starts by trying to hug bart which bart uh, interprets as a ploy and begins running away from homer as hard as he can which involves him running through the obstacle course and homer failing to run through the obstacle course and uh, hurting himself greatly which you know it's homer isn't actually hurt uh the next time they're at practice homer is basically he has decided that flanders did not do a good job running the team because he let so many people on the team I mean, if you don't cut half the people, what will the remaining what, what fear will drive the remaining people on the team to do well? There won't be any. Uh, so Homer announces the cuts. Good practice, team. Okay, it's time for the easiest part of any coach's job: the cuts. Now, while I wasn't able to cut everyone I wanted to, I have cut a lot of you. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. 
Steven, I like your hustle. That's why it was so hard to cut you. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. Bart didn't get cut. What a surprise. Now, just because I'm his father, he'll get no special treatment. He calls me coach just like everyone else, which he'll be doing as our new starting quarterback. What a rip. But, Coach... What is it, sweetie? Nelson's a great quarterback. He's carrying this team. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Now on, you're my main man. Okay, now, everyone, give me five laps and hit the showers. Oh, Rod, you don't have to. You're cut. So, yes, I believe that makes both Flanders' children have been cut, uh, as well as Martin and some other random kids we either don't know or have never seen before. (laughs) So, not exactly a a big loss in terms of star power. Homer is not a good coach. I don't think that's not a hot take or anything. No, no. Uh, You want depth, you know, when you're... I, I like especially with little kids. Yeah, they're gonna get gassed, you know. Especially like I, if you're gonna be like, I, I would say on a, a, any level, uh, like below, even, I mean, even collegiate professional level, they often, you know, mix uh, and move out defensive linemen depending on situations. Like you're gonna want little kids are gonna get gassed. You're gonna want to substitute, have kids in and out depending on your defensive alignment. Come on. In addition, little simple kids, fo- simple get- football. There you go. Simple football. Also, little kids get winded very easily. I mean, they might be in for two or three plays before they need to take a break. I mean, have you ever tried to talk to a child? They get out of breath talking to you. So, <laughs> Well, they get very excited talking about Pokemon. Well, Pokemon, Digimon, whatever the cool new Mon is. Did, Digimon. <laughs> yep. I am totally in sync with the kids. <laughs> no, Eon, no, it is, no, it is the children who are wrong. <laughs> Exactly. Thank you, Robbie. Yeah, the children are always wrong yeah, and always will be it's wrong. the children. Yep. Uh, they just invented a new generation so we can blame them for the bad things in the world. Millennials are old hat. Now you get to blame Generation Z. I thought it was Generation I, I, the I, I, iPhone I t- screen. Uh, no, Apple Apple filed a trademark on the I generation, so you oh, know, obviously they? you can't use that anymore. Oh. No, they did not. Oh. That was just really stupid. <laughs> Homer's a bad coach, but he's trying – his he, I don't think Homer is being me. Like I don't think this is jerk Homer. I don't. I think, no, it's not. It's 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 Homer basically excluding um excluding some of the children for the benefit of Bart. So he's not he's not being a jerk to everybody, just to most people. I mean, I don't want to say he's not being mean, but he is. But he's not doing it out of he he thinks this is the best thing for the team and the best thing for his son. And it, it it reminded me in a in a a little bit we've touched this uh, Homer loves Flanders it, it it is Homer so focused on doing the quote unquote best the right thing for someone it ends up all it ends up all bad yes I agree <laughs> uh, what happens Sorry, to the, the team podcasts are trying to get out what happens to uh, the team Matt well things go downhill. Pretty quickly, because Bart turns out not very good at quarterback. He was an okay left tackle. Uh, I stress okay, because really the team was, as we established, really all on Nelson's shoulders. And now Nelson, rather than being put in a different position where he can still do well, is on the bench, because I guess he's not the backup quarterback, which, all right, I'm pretty sure Nelson can still do pretty good as a linebacker or you know a running back or something like that, but no, he's on the bench. Uh, the team is really bad. 
uh, Bart is not happy because obviously he's he feels he is the reason. That's probably not true. I, I feel like they could compensate if Bart was not the sole reason, but it seems like most of the team is quite bad. Uh, so unfortunately, the team blames Bart for this, even though he obviously does not want to be quarterback. Debut, son. You really settled in after some early jitters. Are you kidding? I reeked. Oh, really? Do reeky players get the game ball? Hey, everybody! Let's hear it for Bart! Give me a B? I won't give you a B, but I'll tear you a new A. If I wasn't your friend, I'd tell you, you sucked. You ruined our undefeated season! You ruined everything, ruiner! My sister likes you. Listen here, Daddy's boy. You cost us one more game, and you're dead. You're going to heaven. <laughs> I love Ralph, man. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph's really, Ralph's very good in this episode. Um, he's looking on the bright side. <laughs> exactly. He's special teams. Ralph, how <laughs> did Ralph? It. How did Ralph not get cut? Ralph is not uh, contributing. I'm pretty sure Ralph's only job is to hold the uh, the ball uh, for point after touchdowns. So you know that's an that, actually that's, job on that's a hard job. It is a hard job, but you know they're not going to kick it between the goalposts anyway. Uh, they're, I, they're I, I mean, football. I would say yeah, uh, yeah. Quarterback's very hard. Bart's not good at it. Uh, they should. Yeah, everything in this is bad. Poor. I don't know. I just feel. I. 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 I don't know. I feel. I feel bad. I, I it the episode I think really accomplishes at at making me feel bad for Bart in this but being put in this really bad situation. And it but it also doesn't make me like blame Homer like make me angry at Homer. No, no. Which is I think where it could be. You know that Well like, it's one of those Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. I basically say that's how you basically tell if it's a jerk homer episode or not. If you're mad at Homer for doing what he's doing because there's no reason, it's a jerk homer episode. If you're looking at it and going, oh, Homer, you're trying to do well, but you're just too stupid, that's not a jerk homer episode. And this, I feel pretty solidly lands in a second. Yeah, I agree. Uh, when we come back from commercial, Bart is practicing in the in, in the backyard. He needs a miracle, uh, and he gets it. Matt? He gets a miracle? That's wonderful. Uh, Joe Namath shows up. It doesn't help him, though. Well, does, no. does, it gives him literally zero advice, which not I I want I I'm doubtful that Joe Namath could tell him one thing that would make him a me immediately good at quarterback. Yeah, it turns out it's mostly practice and a heaping helping of natural uh, you know genetic talent and uh, and maybe a decision like I if I was Bart and you snap the ball and suddenly you're be, like being covered tackled by like four or five people just fall down. That's all yeah. you have to do. Is you just you just cover or, cover or the ball. To be fall fair, down. he. He ran well out of the pocket, so obviously he could have just thrown the ball at that point. It's not intentional grounding once you're out of the pocket. So come on, you could have just tossed it. I'm impressed. The I'm impressed by your the 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 osmotic knowledge of football that you have. You well, I've listened to a lot of people talk about football. I, I realize not, not voluntarily. I understand, but I, that's why I'm impressed, Matt, that you that you listened, that some of that seeped into your head. Uh, well, it turns out a lot of old men like to talk very loudly about football. <laughs> Yes, they do. You are 100% correct. Um, unfortunately, uh, and this is a, a, a thing that I just didn't – this is a Brady Bunch reference, the Joe Namath thing. This happened in the in the Brady Bunch. Oh, really? Joe Namath showed up in an episode uh, because one of the boys said he knew Joe Namath and it, it was all about in car trouble and stuff like that. Uh, 
Joe Namath leaves before giving Barth the advice uh, because the car he was having car trouble because of vapor lock, which his he must not have a modern car because any car with fuel injection is probably not going to have vapor lock. Yeah, it's really, even in the 90s, uh, fuel injection was, was already pretty common. So I feel like he'd have to have a really old car. But it's Joe Namath. You know, his his most popular football days were in, what, the late 60s, early 70s. So maybe he's a classic car kind of guy. And we talked about Bart Starr winning Super Bowls 1 and 2. Who won Super Bowl there number 3? Joe Namath. That's who did it. Whoa. Exactly. Blow your mind. <laughs> Brain explosion meme. Ooh. Uh, Bart wants to stop playing football. Doesn't know what to do. Goes to Lisa. So if I play, the guys are going to kill me. If I don't, I'll be letting Homer down. What am I going to do? Well, I know you don't want to disappoint, Dad, but how do you feel about lying to him? Good. <laughs> I, I mean, Bart's honest. <laughs> yes, I mean, he's, he's lied to Homer a lot. So you Yeah, know. I mean, it, yeah, it's not, there's a record there as well. Uh, so... Lisa and Bart presumably come up with uh, a scheme to trick Homer. Uh, Bart shows up at practice, covered in bandages, and says he can't play anymore. Dad, I got some bad news. Oh, your mother's not pregnant, is she? No. I got hit by a couple of cars. I won't be able to play today. Yes! Oh, boy. Well, I'll just have to go to my backup plan. Nelson, how's your arm feeling? Great! Good. Take this note over to the referee. We forfeit... What? What? Come, on. Come on, guys. We can't play without Bart. He's the heart of this team. No, I'm not. I suck. It's true. He does. Yeah, he does. Don't listen to them, son. I have total faith in you. You don't get it, do you? I don't want to be your stupid quarterback. I quit. What? Well, I got news for you, mister. You can't quit. You're cut. You too, Milhouse. All right! Milhouse really hates jock straps. <laughs> which, to be fair, they're very uncomfortable. I I really like Milhouse's, like, oh, I don't have to. He's so happy he doesn't have to play football anymore. That reminds me of the time when uh, I was very excited to leave a, a school dance in high school. I was like, man, this sucks. I don't want to leave. And then my friend was like, yes, my parents are coming to pick me up in an hour. It's like, oh, that's all right. It's the best feeling in the world is quitting. <laughs> quitting something you didn't you never wanted to do in the first place but were forced to that's pretty great uh so bart has has quit the team homer is very upset but it's for the best because nelson is now back in charge basically and is again free to display his athletic ability and pull the team to victory uh homer blames marge on making bart a quitter which Marge, well, she's I, quit every job she's ever had. Obviously, uh, yes, those uh, he lists the four jobs that they've had on the show: uh, police officer, uh, oh, pretzel vendor, professional gambler. I like that one a lot because she had a problem, uh, and I think it's actually in line with how Homer acted in that in that episode. But Marge is actually entirely correct. If you're, you should quit early. If you're don't, if something's bad or you know it's not working, quit early. That's true. Before you waste a whole bunch of time on it. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know. Um, and then he inadvertently, I don't think, he calls Mr. Burns and quits, but I don't think, Mr. Burns doesn't know who he is, so it doesn't matter. That's true. If he thinks Mr. Burns can identify him by his voice, he is sorely mistaken. Well, no, he says, this is Homer Simpson, the big quitter. Yeah, but I don't think, like, I don't think Burns knows, like, the name Homer Simpson unless he is reminded. That's a good point. So obviously, you know, he Burns would go, do I have a Homer Simpson working here? Uh, it's not worth it. 
Yeah, Smithers is not – even though Burns answers his own phone? Well, he doesn't this episode because it's more interesting that way. <laughs> thank, thank you, Matt, uh, for shattering the illusion of plot and, uh, and, 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 and television. But they uh, – Nelson, now that he is back, leads the team to the championship. This is where we get our little uh, King of the Hill appearance where I guess Arlen – had a very good football team and and was coming to Springfield for a championship game. Yeah, they 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 traveled the uh, two, the country hoping two, for two thousand you know. miles. I believe is what Hank says. Yeah, well, there's a sign that says Arlen two thousand miles. Uh, you did you have a you? I don't know. There's the you said you might have a. I don't. Uh, this doesn't stand out to me as much of anything. It's a little cartoony, but other than that, whatever. I don't really care. It's like a. It's like eight seconds long. Well, yeah. I mean. I, Meh. Nothing. I don't know. No, it, it's no. it's fine. I I think that this is the only like the only way you could have a King of the Hill crossover with The Simpsons is literally just have a eight second cameo, have Hank say something, and then that's it. Because the show get the heck out of it. Well, the Simpsons, uh, uh, not Family Guy. Uh, King of the Hill crossover. See it now. I I mean I, they're so tonally different from each other. You couldn't have them do a crossover and make it have it couldn't make any sense. One. No, it'd be very it'd be very strange. Um, but Homer doesn't get any recognition, rightfully so. He shouldn't. He's a caretaker to Nelson's brilliance as a player. That's all he is. It's true. The coaching doesn't matter in this particular case. It's not like the real world. <laughs> well, it's it's youth football, pee wee football coaching. It's Flanner's job. Flanner's of like being nice to the players and encouraging them is really the long and short of it. It really doesn't, you know, it's not, they're not, they're not, they're not running like the spread offense or anything. They don't need like precision execution. They just need Nelson to no. throw touchdown passes to himself. Yes. Even though they, they should, they should get him to quit smoking. But beyond that, you know, also we get uh Nelson's father shows up. This is one of the, the many this is before he ran off to get cigarettes. Oh, okay. I that I was just wondering where this was in the timeline. So this is this is before he left? Yes, before he left. But isn't he gone in Lisa's date with density? Did they mention it in there? I th- I mean, he doesn't have a dad in that episode. He, his dad's not around, but I don't think his dad has left permanently yet. Oh, his dad's in jail there's, or something? There's, there's a point, well, maybe, because there's a point at which his dad goes out to get cigarettes, and he gets allergic reactions to the Quickie Mart and gets caught up in the circus, and I think <laughs> that's where uh, Bart finds him. Which episode was that? I don't where, remember. Where Nelson moves in. I don't remember the name of it, mm. obviously. <laughs> Well, yeah. But, but we get an appearance of Nelson's father. Uh, Homer's sad now. He's that they won, and but Bart wasn't a part of the team. He goes to the Quickie Mart uh, to get some to get something to, to to calm him down, to ease his worry, to ease his pain. I'm feeling kind of low up. Who got any of that beer that has candy floating in it? You know, Skittlebrow. Such a product does not exist, sir. I think you must have dreamed it. Oh well, then just give me a six pack and a couple of bags of Skittles. I would be remiss if I did not include Skittlebrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the most famous things to ever come out of The Simpsons. So if you didn't, I would have hated you. Hated me? Jeez, yes. Matt. Just for not including some Skittlebrow. Yes. Yes, Skittlebrow is, is all important. If Skittlebrow was a beer, I might actually drink it. I mean, they those just go get like a Smirnoff ice or something. That's what that is. It's just like candy. <laughs> those are one of the few uh, alcohols that I can stand. Ugh. Too many calories, though. Oh, you like that stuff? No, like, no. I mean, uh, notice I said that I can stand. 
Like it doesn't make me want to vomit when I put it in my mouth. You and your weird tongue. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Homer Bart is at the the, the Quickie Mart playing uh, an arcade game, and Homer sees him and he apologizes. I want to apologize. I just got so caught up trying to encourage you, I was blinded to your stinky performance. If you forgive me, I promise I'll never encourage you again. <laughs> it's a good promise from Homer. I mean, you really don't want him encouraging you. I mean, his half-assed under-parenting is a lot better than his half-assed over-parenting. That's a good, that's a good pull, Matt. I like that a lot. Uh, also, I like the little bit where Homer goes on to say, I have a lot of quarters, and Bart's like, this only takes dollars. Like as it, someone who played arcade games in the '90s, that is accurate. Yes, exactly. That that that's that's like like that change, that shift of like, wait, why is this costing so much money all of a sudden? And, and there you go, Homer apologizes, sincere apology. You know, and I I think that is uh, the final nail in the coffin sure. for the idea that Homer is jerk Homer in this at all. It's very like it is. I'm sorry. Um, I guess they 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 we are multiple times. I'm not sure the structure of how Pee Wee football works in in, the, in this episode because it feels like multiple times it feels like they're victorious and about to win something and then they have another game for another big thing. So I guess are they is the last game well, it's the, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, okay, the final. I, they don't. I don't think they ever give us a set structure for any of this. But no, Nelson is so good at Pee Wee football. He went all the way to the nationals. Okay, so they're I, they're in the next championship game, whichever one that is, and uh, the. Wiggum shows up to arrest Nelson. Uh, we don't know why, and they don't. And, and Homer and, and Bart have reconciled, and Homer doesn't know what to do. Bart, however, realizes what he has to do. He has to sacrifice him, his, his himself for the better good of the team, which means impersonating Nelson and getting arrested. Uh, the <laughs> uh, the team wins the game, uh, but Bart is not so lucky. So what's the charge, Chief? Vandalism? Smoking? You know what you did, Munch. Burglary and arson. You're going away for a long time. What? <laughs> Poor Bart. You know, we had a lot of fun tonight. But there's nothing funny about vapor lock. It's the third most common cause of car stalling. So please, take care of your car and get it checked. I'm Joe Namath. Good night. That's what Joe Namath did in his uh, his old his uh, post football career. He's become a spokesman for Vapor Lock. Good to know. Uh, mostly, he has embarrassed himself on national television. Is what Joe Namath has done on his post football really? career. Really? Yeah. What has he done? Is, is he is, has he been racist, sexist, dumb? Um, uh, he was dr- on the sidelines of a football game, and uh, he was uh, drunk, being interviewed by a female reporter. Oh, Lord. And then uh, he said he made some unfortunate – he did some unfortunate uh, things and said some unfortunate things. He has since, I think, tried to clean up his act. But there was a uh, a, 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 a football website called Kissing Susie Colbert uh, for a for a long, great long while. For a, it was a uh, you know parody sports writing mm-hmm. website uh, because Susie Colbert was that, that reporter who had to fend off a drunk Joe Namath, unfortunately. Oh, goodness. That's when I was. Oh, athletes always yeah. letting us down as role models. But that's how the episode ends. Uh, I, I have, I need an executive decision on from you, Matt. An exec on what? I have, I have the end credits clip of Homer basically saying that the entire staff <laughs> of the Simpsons is cut. Do I play this or do I not? Is yes, it- yes, you do. Okay, well here, that is how the episode officially ends. But then we get the end credits, and uh, Homer is uh, basically cutting everyone who works on the show. 
Scully, you're cut. Uh, Brooks, Graining, Simon, you're all cut. Castaneda, gone. Kavner, cut. Cartwright, cut. Smith, sorry, cut. Azarian, Shearer, you're cut. Firestone, you're cut. So is Judge. Namath, you stay. All of those people are cut. Bill Jolson, Wolf, and Silverman. Cole Fryer, O'Brien, Doyle, Dillman. I don't know what you, Elliot, I know, I know what you're doing here because you're all cut. Pietula, Bridge, and Kawawa. Now, there's so many cuts here. Look, I'll just post them up and you just see where your name is. Ooh, look at how many cuts there are there. Oh, boy. You're cut. All of you. He's cut. I cut you. Shh. You're cut too, Shushy. You're cut too, Shushy. <laughs> oh, Shushy. I love that he keeps Joe Namath. Everyone else is like, nah, whatever. I mean, he did win a Super Bowl. I mean, if you're going to yeah, have I one player, you keep, on a football you, team. you keep him. Uh, that's how, Again, that's how the episode ends. I, I, I like this episode more than I was expecting to. Well, I don't know. I, I liked it. You're right, probably better than I expected to, but I don't know. It's, it's, it really falls down on a lot of, lot of areas. Where, I mean, well, Lisa's in it for a, a hot second. Marge basically tells Homer, don't be a jerk. And that's pretty much it. I mean. Well, I mean, it's a Barton Homer episode, man. It's just what do you want? What do you want? It's going to focus on them. I I like that it focuses on them. That's true. It it is a very concise episode. It's very concentrated. There's no nothing getting in the way. No randomness interjected. It it's a very tight episode. I guess I could say. So you're right. Like I said, it's better than I expected it to be. I still just I don't know. There's some weirdness in there. Well, what is it? This is where that's where we're at. Give me the weirdness. Aside. Is it is it just the Lisa and the March stuff? No, no. I mean. I don't know. I'm so, I'm having a hard time uh, enunciating speak, it. So speak, obviously speak your, it's not speak, real. Speak your feelings. This is all you know. Let it out. As much as I enjoy Joe Namath, I feel like the, <laughs> the, the cameo is a little weird. Uh, okay. At best. All right. Um, also, I forgot. I wanted to point out after that clip, uh, your second to last clip there, uh, that burglary is generally something that's not prosecuted too hard for a minor. However, arson does usually get tried as an adult. So, you know, especially if it was intentional. So Bart's in a lot of trouble there. He's only a 10-year-old. I agree with the Joe Namath bit. Joe Na- I think what they're going for is that they, they're they going for that Brady Bunch thing. Like, that is why Joe Namath is there. It's because they want to they're, – they're alluding to that thing. But I don't – that I don't think it means much to mu- – uh, Especially now, 2017, it means a lot less than it did even in 1997. But there is a lot like of other quarterbacks you could bring in. Like, why not one that was actually popular in '97, or even like Joe Montana, Steve Young, John Elway, Brett Favre, any of those guys who are veterans even at the well, Brett Favre wasn't, but all the rest were veterans at the time. Like you could, if you want a recognizable professional quarterback uh i don't know name it almost was... seems like somebody just wanted to reference the brady but uh brady bunch episode it did but then it also had him saying nothing like joe Namath didn't do anything in this episode really which yeah like literally if he if you didn't bart a very interesting lecture on something not related to football that would have been worthwhile but just to have him go and go there's one thing you gotta know bye that's well, just i mean i don't I, I don't know i appreciate it i don't necessarily appreciate it a lot from joe Namath. Uh, I don't know. I don't, this episode isn't perfect or anything, but I laughed a lot. I think it's very funny. Uh, and I think it, you know, we've had the Lisa Homer football episode. Yeah, it's true. This, this, this is more the, the Homer Bart football episode. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, football is a, a, a kind of a vital American sport, even today, as it's facing a 
I think different in different challenges than it did in 1997. But Homer is a, a big fan, and I think it's interesting to compare those two episodes because you know you have Bar- you have Lisa and Homer they bond over intellectual kind of processing of challenge of gambling and of, of Lisa's different way to watch football than Homer would in this episode. It is Bart and Homer engaging in more about, I don't know, actual skill and athletic ability, which in that way it is more like Lisa on ice, but in this way it is also like, there's a, like a lot of different little things from different episodes all pulled into this one. And I don't think it's perfect. I think there is little weird tonal things on here and there, but I like it a lot more than I thought. I, 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 I think it's a lot funnier than I remember. I, I don't remember. That is definitely true. That yeah, there are lots of times where I actually laughed out loud. Uh, I, what was the clip you played where I almost died? I can't. Oh, Bart's lying. It always sneaks up on me. Bart. The Bart. Oh, yeah, Are you yeah. Comfortable How do you lying? feel about lying to him? <laughs> yeah, that's good. true. Every time that gets me. That's good. And I, I don't know. I, I think this is a, a good episode and better than I remembered. But we'll rank it at the end of the show. Uh, no submissions for my favorite episode. However, if you do have a favorite episode, simply submit it to SimpsonShowPod at gmail.com explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. And I'll read it when we get there. Next up, Matthew, it is time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I will come through the alt, alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted. Uh, uh, it is archived on Google Groups if you want to go find it yourself. It's very hard to navigate because it is an, a relic of proto-internet. Thank goodness Robbie's taking the hit for us. <laughs> it's, it's getting harder as we go as more and more people post. Uh, people enjoyed this episode. Uh, nothing crazy. I didn't see any bests or worst episodes ever. Uh, hmm. Just generally, like, I liked it. It was funny. Uh, some people are like, it's fine. But no hates and no loves. It was, you know, kind of like, hey, it's good. It's solid. Which, I, it's that's good. I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where even we acknowledge that this episode is better than we remembered. But obviously, we're not, you know, going to be comparing it to our, our current top ten. We're going to be a little further down the list. So, there's always some weird person on the news groups who's like, oh, this is my favorite episode, the best episode ever onto a thoroughly mediocre episode. But a lot of the time people recognize this is a good, not great episode. Not every episode can blow the previous one out of the water. And I don't I mean, I don't I don't think every every episode is not under the onus that it has to be the best episode ever. I think that is uh, a, a bad way to look at things. Uh, also, I don't know if I've seen it before officially in the news group. I, I don't remember it. I, if I have, I don't remember that I said it. But people in the news group officially acknowledging Jerk Homer as a as a thing, as an artifact of the Simpsons, as a as a thing that happens. Like yeah. people actually going and like, oh, this episode is uh, Jerk Homer or not Jerk Homer. Which I don't know how I don't know where that arose from. Like of like this conceit of like certain episodes, Homer just overreaches his grasp about how mean he can be, and then. It's the it's a jerk Homer episode, but it was there then in 1997. People were acknowledging it, which I think. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's 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 an overreach. Like how me how awful can we make Homer with before people stop empathizing with him? And when they overshoot, like you said, that's jerk Homer. I just I'm I the thing that interests me is like I when I was watching it as as a kid, I didn't have I, I didn't have that awareness. You know, I, I, maybe I didn't like some episodes. I don't actually think I didn't. I think I liked every episode 
when I was a kid, when I was watching this as a child until like until mid two thousands is when I officially was like, wait a minute. As I was hitting high school and later, I'm like, oh wait a minute, some of this I don't necessarily like. But I'm it's a it's an interesting thing when in different eras of criticism the same tendencies arise, and I'm curious if it if this acknowledgement of Homer's role as a protagonist ever re- popped up earlier, you know, then, you know, now it's easy because everyone has access to all this criticism and access to create their own criticism. You know, they have a podcast or a blog or, or whatever, but knowing that this was already there in 1997 is a little bit fascinating to me. Um, what do you say, man? No, I was going to say, it, it's weird to think that people back then were actually thinking very critically about The Simpsons. Uh, I feel like season nine is, is probably a good place to start, especially after the uh, denouement that I, we felt season eight was. So when season nine started up and it was like, oh, we thought the show would be over. It's the perfect time for the fans to look really deeply into it. Yeah. Also, people are saying, oh, yeah, season 10 is probably going to be the last one. Nope. Sorry, guys. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> Long way to go. <laughs> Long way to go. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is what made it into an episode that surprised you? What made it past the censors? What made it past even the the judgment of good taste? <laughs> of, of the writer's own good taste? And made it into an episode. A lot of interesting answers. Things I hadn't thought about or hadn't realized. And then I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, and again, I thank everyone who takes the time to answer. First up from Jeff. Ned Flanders' Clock Tower Rampage. Uh, his dream sequence. It is just crazy to see that put into animation the fact that it made past the censors. Yeah. You're Homer Simpson. And you're Homer Simpson. Uh, Justin, if we can include the movie, then Bart's Doodle. Yeah. Uh, if not that scene, then in Natural Born Kissers, where Homer and Marge make love in the curtains at the parlor at the bed and breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Brian, Flanner's freakishly large doodle in Alone Again, Natural Diddly Doodle, whatever it is. Natural Diddly Natural Diddly Doodle. It catches me off guard every time. No wonder Edna goes for him. I don't. We'll get. We'll talk about the episode when we get to it. Uh, Kevin, that Disney lampooning intro is pretty shocking, actually. And yeah, I I didn't think about that, but yeah. That actually is a little bit surprising that the Simpsons will let that go before their show uh, from Quinn. Yeah. Uh, well, Marge, should I wax slow or fast? Slow then fast. A lot of answers. Sexual innuendo stuff. Uh, Eric's. Well, Walking Day was that kind of episode. It was. Eric Ixnay on the ash hole tray. Uh, Sean Smith saying what the hell and kissing Mr. Burns. Uh, D, the sign gag when Bart got an earring. If it dangles, we'll punch a hole in it. Yeah, they get by on a lot of stuff with the sign gags, especially early on, because I don't think people realized that they were going to archive and catalog every single sign gag, and it became such a thing. Yeah, the sign gags were, were a funny thing in the 90s, because not everyone was taping these on a VCR, so it was you really had to be watching close to get them, and I feel like the censors were like, no one's going to watch that closely. And now we have digital entertainment, where it's really easy to do that. Yeah. Uh, Nav at Rebdog21. When Martin used a homophobic slur, I won't repeat it, and then came a and then a caption came up with the literal definition being a bundle of sticks. Yeah. That's just one where like, why? You don't it didn't do like that did literally nothing for there's no reason for it. Yeah. Uh Skeletor's Pimp Kane, Commander Cody eighty three, uh quote unquote, putting a tiny hat on your wang. Yep. Uh Jake at Neo Jake 
Mixie. Uh, here comes a grease ball. Hey, Luigi, bring you a free pizza. Why you make a fun? Again, the other. Like, I don't know. Some of the... Hmm. Uh, finally, Robert at Barlow 2711. Uh, Bart's little bastard mischief kit from Joy of Sect. Weird. Matt, what is your answer? I I really have to go with the the Flanders doodle thing. That that just every time I see that, I'm like, oh right, weird. I like even uh, like fuzzed out like that. I'm just like, oh wow. Um, how uh huh? How how did this pass? Yeah, it's really really weird, and it's awfully. Again, wheel. I have thoughts about that episode. We'll get, we'll get to it when we yeah. when we get there. Uh, my answer is all those I think stand and are reasonable. My answer is one that of all the episodes we've done so far, it is the one joke where I went, uh, it actually went, Ugh. and that is from Selma's Choice, uh, the sign gag for the Springfield sperm, sperm Bank. Uh, put your sperm in our hands. Ooh, and yeah, I was just like, I was yeah, like immediately gags. like. Uh, what why is that's uh, in especially like like someone's what is someone's choice like mid 90s 94 93 somewhere in there that joke made it on tv i'm like okay all right uh <laughs> well that's surprising uh our next week's question do you we we spoke i don't know we've we've mentioned about us being on the precipice of the of the the presupposed fall of the simpsons the question is, do you think a decline was inevitable? Ooh. This is a bit of a, this is a deeper, more thoughtful question, but sometimes I, you know, yep. I don't. We're going to need some paragraphs, guys. I don't, I don't always want to go, what's your favorite quote? I like, you know, we've done a lot of those. So do you think a decline of the show was inevitable? Do you think, do you think there is any way for it? To, it could have been avoided. Is it always going to happen? I don't know. You tell me. I'll post this question on all our social media, facebook.com slash The Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, and you can email us at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know, follow us, like us, and you answer us some fun questions. Guess what, Matt? What's that? It's time for the new Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. Matt has currently come back with a with a vengeance, yep, leading me vengeance. by leading me with five points, eighteen to thirteen, heading into this episode. Matt, give me an easy question. Start us off. All right, sir. Your easy question: What type of blood does Mister Burns have in Blood Feud? What? That's an easy question. I'm supposed to remember that. Oh, sorry. It, it seemed uh, easy to me. Uh, you're, uh, I can guess. Um, if I get it wrong, at least it's the only point. Um, it's, yeah, it's 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 super rare. I mean, I don't, it's, it's, I it's have, not a real blood Matt, type. I don't, I do not like. I know you're supposed to memorize what kind of blood you have, and or and at least the blood type of like your friends, your family. So that like, if called upon, you can tell. Oh, this is the type of blood they have. This is if they need transfusion. I don't remember any of that stuff. All I know is letters and pluses and minuses. I go. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know what blood type I am. I have no idea. Uh, is it O positive? I'm sorry. It is double O negative. Double O negative. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't. And Bart has this. Yes, I know Bart has. I don't. If you could ask me what who has the same blood type as Mr. Burns, I can uh, tell you that. Maybe that should have been the question. Oh well. I mean, that is now the question. Is Bart? I get a point. Thank you very much. Uh, it doesn't work like that, my friend. <laughs> what? I don't get to decide my own questions. No. Okay. Uh, these are all from Lisa the Greek. What prognosticator does Homer listen to when he bets on Denver to start the episode? 
Ooh, um, is it Smooth Jimmy Apollo? That is correct. Okay, I wasn't sure about the last name. Smooth, right. smooth your... Jimmy Apollo. All right, your medium question: What civilization was Extapalapakettle from? Um, Extapalapakettle. He is from. I don't. Okay, it is. Hmm. Like I have an answer that sprung to mind immediately, and I almost undoubtedly think it's wrong. Uh, hmm. It seems too obvious, so I don't think it's right. Um, but it's the only one I have. I don't think it's right, though. I can't. Um, Olmec. 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 I don't think you're pronouncing it correct, but yes, you are correct. O-L-M-E-C, the Olmec uh, civilization, the precursor to the Aztecs, and uh, sort of same time as the, some of the Mayans. It came to me, that like from a dream. <laughs> like from a dream. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Okay. Uh, your meaning question. The Super Bowl that decides Lisa's love for Homer is between what two teams originally? Oh, um, I believe it's the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons. Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry, Matt. You're incorrect. Oh, I must be thinking of a different episode then. You, no, you're thinking of a syndicated version of the episode because they changed oh, it. Really? They changed it for syndication every year. Oh, that's why they did that. I always wondered. They changed it for the new teams. Uh, The original was the Redskins and the Bills. Washington Redskins and the Buffalo Bills. Well. Testing your football and Simpsons knowledge at the same time, Matt. Mm. Well, I'm just terrible, apparently. Uh, I mean, you are bad. What is my hard question? All right. Your hard question is a special case this time. Uh Uh-oh. There are two parts to the question. If you get one right, I will give you two points. If you get both right, you get three points. Whoa. So are you ready? Fancy. All right. Go ahead. All right. What is Lisa's ring size and or Homer's earmuff size? Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Marge knows all this, doesn't she? Uh, she sure does. Um, Lisa is. Can I give you the correct answer that Marge doesn't like Lisa wearing rings? I'm sorry. No. OK. Um, no. Well, she's a little girl. I know my ring size. She's a little girl. So she'd have smaller That's hands, important. smaller fingers. Um, I know I know my ring size. I don't know my blood type. Uh, I would say she's a six and a half, and Homer is an eight. Are those your final answers? Both of them. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, Lisa's ring size is a three, and Homer is an XL earmuff. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't. Yeah. I did not remember the. I should have guessed the smaller number for a little girl, but I didn't know. I I forget if our ring size is different from male to male to female. I believe so. It's like shoes where the women's for some reason is a larger number despite being the same size because fashion is stupid. It's all designed to take money from people, Matt. That's all it is. True. Women feel bad about themselves, just like most of society. You ready for your hard question, Matthew? Oh, yeah. I forgot. I still have a hard question. (laughs) You still have a hard question. Uh, Mo, as a bookie, has a little black book. Uh, We see it briefly. He has three bets in it. What are they? Um, I, I have no clue whatsoever. You have stumped me yet again. Uh, Barney for $5 on Pittsburgh. Someone named Smitty for $12 on New Orleans. And finally, Homer's $20 on Denver. Hmm. Well, I just suck apparently. No, I, yeah, you're, you're the worst, Matt. However, I did gain on you this week, so I call it a victory. 
in that now we are only four points, four points uh. to divide us versus five, which is great. Um, any week I get closer or any, any week I tie or beat you is a good week. Just it boosts me up, makes me feel good until we record again and I inevitably uh, get crushed. So this is, is this is going to be a good week, good week ahead of us. Let's hope, sir. Let's hope. It will be. I'm, I'm sure it will be. Uh, I think that'll do it for the trivia this week. We'll uh, move on to our final segment, Matt. Something we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. So we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. So, Matt, you were talking about this episode like it wasn't in the top ten. I think that's crazy. I think this is the new number five seriously no not seriously okay i was about to say i was like wow i mean lisa the greek is a million times better than this and it's i don't know about, lisa the greek? i don't know if it's it's lisa the greek is currently number 73 i don't want to say this is i don't want to say lisa the greek is a million times better because a million is a big okay number. but i think That's lisa I, do, I like lisa the greek more i think i don't know if it's a, i think this i i think i don't know i i i think this is a good episode i i think it's actually I think Lisa the Greek benefits largely from nostalgia and from our yeah. and our from appre- our appreciation of Lisa as a character, but I don't think that they're too far apart. Honestly, I, I think that this episode has it, it, this episode is very funny and much funnier than I thought it was. And I think it's it like Homer apologizes and makes good with Bart, and then they it does that Simpsons trick of having like that really heartwarming and, 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 and emotional moment. And then playing that off with like really silly ending with Bart getting arrested for Nelson. And then Joe Namath with a weird, a weird <laughs> missive about vapor lock. So I don't know. It does that. If you want to, I, I could, I would understand saying, Oh, well it does that trick that we've seen many, many times. And therefore it's not as effective. I I can, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. The more the more we talk about it, the more I agree with you. Uh, I'm actually looking uh, the next one down that I see uh, the Homer Bart episode is Boy Scouts in the Hood. I think this is very close to that. I that think is I, number eighty six. I think that's a good comparison point. I think that's a. I think it's a fair spot. Um, I think it's better than Boy Scouts in the Hood. Actually, hmm, let me think about Boy Scouts in the Hood. I think yeah, there's there's a good bit of weirdness in Boy Scouts. In the I, I think I think there's a, I, I don't know there's a streetcar named Marge. A Bart Bart gets an elephant. Secrets of a successful marriage. I and then Home Sweet Home Diddly Dum Doodly. Twisted World of Marge Simpson. I think it's in that area. I probably actually would put it right above Home Sweet Home Diddly Dum Doodly. Hmm. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's I, I I would agree that it's better than. Bart gets an elephant or she's a successful marriage. A streetcar named Marge. Maybe not, but that's just an artifact of our rating system. <laughs> but yeah, that, that seems like a good place for it. Right behind Homer at the bat. Those sports ones all, they, they just cluster together, don't they? It's not right behind. It's there's I, I w- it's right underneath the Twister World of Marge Simpson. So there's a there's a buffer there. There's, right, but I mean like there's, there's very close. I mean there's Whitey Whackers in the pr- Twister World good of Marge Simpson. Whitey Whackers. Um so Bart Star at number eighty two. Also I think I don't know. I try and divorce myself from my nostalgia when I'm ranking these things. It's very hard to do. And we're getting into the area of episodes where I don't have as much nostalgia for them because they came out after a period of time where I like my prime Simpsons viewing where I wasn't watching them. Like, I don't remember seeing Bart Starr on Sunday night 
Yeah, more than likely saw it in syndication or something. And, you know, I could when I think of Lisa the Greek, I think I remember watching it on Sunday night and then seeing it on a, a tape I had and then seeing it in syndication over and over and over and over again. And these episodes were getting out of that area where I think that if I had seen this on, if it was like I had seen this was one of the first episodes I was being introduced to the Simpsons, I would still, I would probably have that nostalgia for this episode versus the ones of the, the an, another episode, whichever that one is. And I'm trying to divorce myself from it as much as possible and try and rank it as objectively as I can, at least with my own feelings. And like Bart's, this episode's very funny. Like I laughed out loud multiple moments and I don't know. I don't think home sweet home diddly dum doodly is that funny. I think it's funny, no, it's but it's definitely it, true. It's I, it, it's very like sweet and everything, but it's not super funny. No, and like that's and like Bart gets an elephant. Like I have fond memories for it because I'm like, oh yeah, it's Stampy and Where's My Elephant, <laughs> the Where's My Elephant song. But there's a lot of things in there that aren't that you know that things go. There's jokes that are a little flat or don't land, and you all we do is remember the like the high points, the highlights. And I just want to, as we hit new episodes, I want to be fair to them. That's all it is. Although fair enough, that's all we can. That's all we can strive for, Matt. True fairness. It's the one thing humans are are genetically uh, destined to be good at, but we're not very good at. Justice. This is what this list is. It's justice. <laughs> you like how justice tastes, punk? We're both Judge Dread. That's what yep. we're doing. When it comes to justice, that's the character you go for, not the <laughs> character named Justice. He's just a generic telekinetic. He's not really that much fun. Is there a good Justice comic? Mm, let me think. Not that I can remember. I mean, he was part of the New Warriors for a while, so those were okay. Which one? Which Justice? Of the, which of the 13 volumes of New Warriors was he in? <laughs> I have no idea. Exactly. No one, does, no one else does either. Uh that puts Bart Starr at number 82 on our list. Right below Twister World of Marge Simpson, right above Home Sweet, Home Diddly Dum Doodly. Number one on our list is still Homer's Enemy. Last on our list is still Homer's Odyssey, number 173. Uh, our next episode, Matt, you know what it is? I do not. Enlighten me, sir. It is the two Mrs. Nahasipima Petalons. Oh, yes. Been waiting for this day. First appearance of Manjula. I remember this episode pretty fondly. I'm interested to rewatch it and discuss it. Uh, we'll do that next week. Um, before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Check out my newsletter. It's tinyletter.com slash Robbie Dorman. Check out my other podcasts. The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. The Serial Fanaticist. It's about lots of different things. The next episode is going to be about Salem's Lot. Stephen King. Ooh, Stephen King. Mm -hmm. So topical. I mean, he's always been topical. He's the most successful author of all time. Well, that's true. If you want to be technical about it. It's the best kind of correct, Matt. It really is. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media unless a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. Uh, that's true. I have decided I'm going to go live on the moon with James Bond. Uh, that Moonraker satellite, uh, their Moonraker uh, spaceship is coming to get me any second now. At least that's what they told me. Uh, so, you know, just uh, aim your reflectors towards the moon. I'll uh, I'll adjust the, the one that the uh, Apollo astronauts left to give responses. Uh, did you just, like, watch James Bond or something? Or what, Moonraker? No. no. Yeah. You know, widely regarded as one of the worst James Bond movies. I've never seen it because all I've heard is that it's terrible. Yep. All Me right. too. Great. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And I keep watching this episode. Shh.